a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Welcome back, Rebels and Imperials, to Force Ghost Coast to Coast. I am Brian, joined at my dining room table by Matt and Liz. Hello, guys. It's been a little while. Hey, how's it going? It has been. It's been way too long. We recorded two in August with the with the, the thought of like, oh, we have two teachers around the table. They're going to be busy in September. But that means we haven't done this in like six weeks, probably. I thought a new one came out two weeks ago, Brian. How was that? Podcast magic. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about movie magic before we started recording. <laughs> this is this is podcast magic. Ye old podcast magic. <laughs> yes, ye old podcast magic. Um, but so, um, first things first, we got some mail addressed to us. I was very excited to see it. Actually, says Force Ghost Coast to Coast on the. Uh, oh wow! So, so official. It is. So and it, it gave me very specific instructions. Oh, but I opened it the night before. Aaron was mad at me. Aaron was like, "You you disobeyed the uh, package." Oh, no. But it's null know. and void now. Yeah. So we got three books sent to us. Oh. So first of all, we got two little ones of these. So that is all the concept art that Ralph McQuarrie did for Star Wars. Oh wow! In a book the size of a cigarette pack. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this is like a three hundred dollar book in full size. Yes, it is, but it's uh, I think it's like twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> is it the micro machines of books? And, and so this is all of the Star Wars comic covers, both from like the original Marvel ones from the seventies up through like the more, more recent Marvel ones. Wow, these so are take fantastic. A look at, take a look at those. I mean, I don't really know why they're so small. I don't know, well, but I mean, th this is one of my favorite concept arts. So yes, if anyone like, say is is a the original shot of a stormtrooper holding a, a lightsaber yes. in an, an old-school photo. Mm. Yeah. Ralph McQuarrie's art is beautiful, and that book is is very expensive and very large. Yeah. But we have, you know, these tiny versions of them. So uh, you guys are free to take those if you want, if one of you wants to take uh, one or the other. We, we don't, or I, I guess we could also give them away to a listener if what? they want it. That would be fantastic. Yeah. We could do that. I, As I, I learned today, we have listeners. I know. <laughs> that was the most exciting part of today. But, but here is the piece de resistance. I have to put the microphone down for this one. Oh, okay. This is a big one. Okay. We're ready. And also we need to talk because Brian doesn't that, have a microphone right correct. now. That's correct. Whoa. What is this? This is the ultimate pop-up galaxy book. Oh, oh. so look at check that. this shit out. Look at, look at these things. It popped up. Wow, it's a pop-up right. book, but it's but it's it's, it's the Battle of Geonosis. Right yes, there. and so each each of the ones is a different scene from Star Wars. Um, but like, is, a pull tab? is that a moon? There are some pull tabs too. Yeah, that's so. no moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but these are like, oh. le legitimately <laughs> wow. beautifully crafted. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. I know this makes for, is... for bad radio, but like we're now yeah, looking at <laughs> we're now looking at Endor, uh, like the, the Ewok village at Endor. Yeah. Um, and like you know, but I, I haven't even gotten to the coolest part is of this that yet. It? Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're we're gonna keep going through this for a second. That's okay. that's the Battle of Jakku, I believe. Nice. Um, yeah. William yeah. Falcon over there. Ray flying right through the wreckage. Yeah. Let's see. There, Pull that tab. Oh, 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 and oh. out the other end. Oh. That is that is fantastic. This is legitimately like so. This book, we should probably name the book. It's called <laughs> the Star Wars Ultimate Pop Up Galaxy, and it is by Matthew Reinhardt. Hey, probably not the Matt Reinhardt I went to high school with. But if it is, hey, what's up, Matt? You didn't talk to me about this the last time you saw me. Um, and then and we then, got whoa. a hawk. 
off here, Empire Strikes Back. But there is a there's another oh way to unfold this where it makes like a, basically an entire like I'm pulling out the materials that came Okay. Up. You can open it up so it makes like an entire map of all of these oh areas. Oh my gosh. So we don't have the room on this table right now <laughs> to do that. But that is it's pretty wow. cool. This I is mean fantastic. Yeah. Um so well, the back cover has Darth Maul on it. Yes, it does. Oh, and oh, and e- Ewoks and Luke and Darth Vader and Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. Wow. And uh, oh, the Battle of Geonosis talking about that. We, we got uh, Mace Windu's lightsaber popping out mm-hmm. there. Um, oh, there's Yoda on the side. That is yeah. fantastic. But this is uh, this is a very very cool thing. And so uh, Insight Editions sent us this. So thank you, Insight Editions. Um, I w- I mean, this is the one I, I haven't shown Amelia, my daughter, or Ben this yet. Uh, my kids. Because I think they would just break it, maybe. Yeah. But like, but it's <laughs> it doesn't seem kid friendly, like no, young no, kid yeah. friendly. But I feel like they would really enjoy to look at it. Just yes. they're probably gonna break yes. it <laughs> Un- under it. supervision. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, and and look, there are additional. Oh, oh there's side <gasps> pop outs. Oh, there's side yeah, stuff. Yeah, so here you, oh. you guys play with this for a little bit here. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know if I trust myself yeah. here. Oh, look at the horizont. Oh, there it is. This is all pretty. Oh my god. This is all pretty impressive stuff. <laughs> Again, and terrible there are also summaries to go yeah, along with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are summaries. So uh, basically, we are not, we have not been paid to no. shill for this or anything. But I mean, this is this is very, very cool. Yes. If you are a Star Wars fan, this is something that probably has a nice place on your, yeah. on your uh, mantle or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. It's a nice all species day gift, <laughs> if you uh... <laughs> life day, if you will. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So these are the Lando Falcon right there. Oh yeah, yeah. With the yeah, the extra nose or horn or however we're going to call that but yeah mm-hmm. so this is uh yeah and shoots a laser what yeah, yeah. Th- this is super cool so thank yeah, you inside editions for sending us these three books we will give away the other two though um so maybe here's what we'll do all right um we have a twitter account at force goes c2c uh podcast goes up tomorrow as we're recording this so let's say the first person to tweet at us that can I want to give I want to give a trivia question, but nothing too hard. Okay. So Matt, what do you think is an appropriate trivia oh, question? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Let, let, let's, think. Let's, let's pick let's one of the inspired by the. Let's pick one the of book? the pop up things. Okay, so we have. All right, here. If if you if you tweeted us with the name of both the Ewok movies that were made. Okay. Uh, after Star Wars, the, the the two made for TV Ewok movies. First person to do that, we'll get these two books. Uh, just. Look for a DM from uh, Force Ghost C two C, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll take care of that. So, thank you, Inside Editions, and good luck winning those two books. Uh, the pop up one's gonna stay here for a little while, but maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll give that away in, in a future. The episode. other books are very cool. They yes, are. They are. Yes. They are cool. They're also much easier to ship. <laughs> they're very they're very yeah. portable, pocket size. Yes, exactly. Um, so, um, all right. So, New York Comic Con just passed a couple days ago. Um, was not a ton of news that was released from that, but there were th- uh, two things I wanted to bring up um, and see how you guys feel about this. So, Marvel just ended is ending its first Star Wars comic in that Marvel had the license in the '80s, but regardless, they relaunched it 75 issues ago, and that's ending in December. In January, a new number one is coming out because, of course, nothing can stay dormant for long. Yeah, but. The first series took place between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back, which, you know, there is there's a little bit like Han says something to Leia in Hoth Station where he's like, 
the battle of something was real close and like you know they've been on my tail so you get an idea that there was stuff happening between those yeah and so while there's a limited amount of time between those two movies you get the impression that like that was probably the first big victory for the rebellion the blow up of the death star and so there's a lot of stories to tell there mm-hmm. the new series is going to take place between the empire strikes back and return of the jedi it doesn't seem like there's too many stories to tell there right it doesn't no. seem like much time has passed between the two. No, we we see because it's a long game of Lando in Jabba's palace, Luke training, and other things. So, like Leia, I mean, Luke says to Lando at the very end of Empire, "We'll, we'll meet you at the rendezvous point at Tatooine." And so th- that gives the impression to me it's not a year away. Yeah, it's probably a couple of months, maybe. Okay, like tops a year yeah because they specifically talk about the time that um han is in the carbonite right so yeah there's not a lot there and i think that was one of the correct me if i'm wrong one of the weaknesses almost of reading the first series of comics is that the stakes were pushed to a limit but could never get too high because you knew where they were going because you know that empire strikes back comes after exactly like Vader would come, and you're like, oh, no, is Vader going to kill Luke and Han? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So having that short of a timeline isn't – I don't – where do you go with that? I have not read the other comics. The only thing I can think of in order to sort of mine some material is to really focus on individual people and what transpired in maybe those few months in their life. I, I can think but, of one specific Mandalorian that they'd want to uh, focus on, who they shoved into the comics. <laughs> I could see that being something they focus on. Yeah. So the cover image, um, I can turn my computer here and show you guys this in a second, but it's and the readers. Listeners. Yeah. So, actually, so I'm going to put you the same as the listeners. But it's like you see a little bit of Chewbacca, you see the droids, you see Lando, you see Luke, and you see Leia and Vader kind of in the background. But so, like, he, here's what they say. How does the rebellion go from this ragtag scattered group that lost at Hoth to the hugely mobilized massive fleet that takes on the Death Star 2? Uh, the idea is to keep leap the idea I get to leap into answering some of these questions is not just an incredible blah, 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 blah. It just seems to me like there's not that much there. I, I guess is 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 my whole point here. No. Um you figure there's probably some Vader stories. Mm-hmm. Because at at this point, Vader knows about Luke. Okay. Whereas before Empire, he doesn't know about Luke, right? I'm trying to think of the specifics of it. Um, we don't really know when he learns about yeah. Luke. Yeah. We know when Luke learns about him. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm aware, Luke does not go back to Dagobah to trade with Yoda in between the two movies. Because he, when Luke is leaving Tatooine, he tells R2 to go back to Dagobah, he made a promise to return. Yeah. If he already went back, you would get the impression that that wasn't... Mm-hmm. As pressing of a of a thing, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know what it would even really entail. Yeah, what's Yoda doing on Dagobah? I don't know. He's dying, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's I it's, mean, it's a real. You know, again, it's it's a fanboy thing. But if they do bring in Mara Jade, that might be, or or just or some sort of like you have to give. But the problem with that is you're giving Luke a lot to happen yeah. in such a short time. 
I could see it being Vader focused because something I um, re kind of discovered watching Rebels is this how big of a shift it is in Empire when Vader talks to Luke and says that he is his father. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) But we see old Vader completely feeling that Anakin Skywalker is dead. That Darth Vader would never refer to Luke as his son because Anakin is dead. Vader is alive. It could be that shift, that change that we see kind of coming into play in Jedi or that's far too nuanced for, you know, for Marvel's <laughs> these comics, comics yeah. from what I've read from the first yes, one. But. Yeah. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I kind of think it would be hilarious if there was a Han focus issue and it's just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just sell you 30 pages of black, you know. Just what is he thinking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. What's going on in Jabba's palace? <laughs> yeah, I think you, Matt said, like, you know, Lando's long game of, like, getting in there. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, Tales from Jabba's palace was a great series of short stories, but that's not th- that series. I, and that's yeah. not in that time frame either necessarily. That that, that's probably, true. That's, that would probably yeah. be before that. Um, maybe is there is there Leia stuff? Like, Leia impersonating the bounty hunter? That seems like a, a ship trip to the mall. Like, it's yeah, not really I a... Don't, uh, I don't know. Where'd she get that mask? I don't know. Or do we not focus on the main characters and we look at some of the secondary or tertiary and a wedge is back in the picture? Could it be something like that? Yeah, I mean, I guess there is some interesting stuff of what's going on, like with the rebellion in general. But I don't know if that's going to sell comics. No. That's it. It sounds like it'd make the most sense from a story perspective, right? Yeah, to mine those secondary characters, but not from a popularity perspective. If you're looking to sell comics, correct. And I think the secondary character, there's even not that much flex room because it's such a short time frame. It's yeah. hard to try and convince anyone that other things are happening in this time period. I think. I mean, the only other thing I could say is, you know, wh- the the biggest flaw with Empire Strikes Back in terms of like a structure standpoint. And this was ruined for me when I was in college. Is and I'm going to ask each of you one of these questions. Okay. So, Matt, how long would you say it took from the Millennium Falcon leaving Hoth, okay, to getting to Lando in the Cloud City? A matter of days. Okay. How long? How long are they with him before Vader shows up? A day, About maybe. A, yeah, because I. I, even less than that. I think they change for dinner and then get okay accosted. So, so you're saying, let's say five days? Yeah. Seven? Because they, they have to hide out a bit because they're being chased, and they go into the trash, into the monster mouth, but that doesn't seem that long. How long could that have been? Right. Okay. Liz, how long do you think it would take Luke to train with Yoda from what we see? I mean, I, I feel like from what we see, it's not very long at all. But don't I you think, think it's more than five days? See, I always felt like he no. was with Yoda for a long time. You don't, you don't think so? No. That's interesting. Okay. Matt, what do you think? I don't... I, I feel I don't like they know. want it's, us to think it's longer than that. Okay. But yeah. and I don't is, think it is. I think when I was younger, I thought it was longer. Uh-huh, I thought yeah. he was there for an extended period of time. Right. But I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like he's not there very long. Yeah. And this, and this is that kind of head hurt part of the movie version of jedi versus other versions of jedi because we see even ray getting trained in 
a handful of days. Right. Like, yeah. It seems that the movies just kind of have a crash course, and you're a Jedi. I mean, versus... to be fair, both Luke and Yoda tell them not to leave. Uh, true. Like they, they both say, "Your your training isn't done yet." Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fair. My point was like, maybe you could pick up if we really strain credulity here, and we say that it was two weeks. Yeah. In time. Maybe then you can pick up with the other rebels on Hoth and see what they were doing in those two weeks leading up to. I mean, it just it buys you a little yeah. bit yeah. of extra time. Yeah. But if we're talking three months as a time frame, two weeks is is a not unsubstantial like insubstantial yeah. bit of that time. Like that's you know, yeah, it's weird to think because you see like CrossFit style training on Luke, <laughs> yeah. and then. Han and Leia just kind of hanging out in the back of a Star Destroyer. Right. Like that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, so I, don't know. I know, you're right. So it, it's going to yeah. be really weird to... to f- I think it's going to be weird to fit a comic series in there. Now, I also think they're probably not going to go 75 issues. Mm-hmm. But what I don't understand is... So I get they want to protect the stuff that might be revealed in Rise of Skywalker. I understand you're not going to do a comic now set after The Last Jedi. I recognize that. Yeah. But what first of all, Rise of Skywalker comes out in December. This comic comes out in January. Mm-hmm. They could start telling more substantial stories from those missing years as early as January. That's right? true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be too spoilery. Right. You know, all the big stuff would already be revealed at that point. Yeah. And it seems like they've found the uh, like a rich vein of stories in the early empire stuff the rebels era yes thrawn series era they keep mining that and getting gold it's strange that they are going a different time frame do you think it's just because a lot of lots of people are very consumed with the older characters and how they function as opposed to the newer characters but couldn't you do, i mean i i think you're right about that and i think that there's probably a, por- a portion of marvel which is just thinking like we have to squeeze all the juice out of this grape, and if we don't tell stories between all the movies, then we're not milking it enough. But I, can I can't see them getting 75 issues. The first series is 75 issues. Yeah. I cannot imagine them getting 75 issues out of this. No. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem plausible. Yeah. And not only that, there was a Vader series along with that. There were two Vader series along with that. So it's not like it was – that book was just telling the story of Luke, Han, and Leia. And so I, I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't, but don't know. But we'll see. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, but there's one other sort of uh, New York comic I want to bring up, and this is um, well, first of all, this is first for Matt. Did you hear there's a second Thrawn trilogy I, they announced? I did. Yeah. Did they announce a time frame for that? Like when that takes place? No, I think they just announced the name of it, Ascendance. Right. So it makes it seem like it's possibly the battle between the empire and the um names escaping at this point the um rebellion no not his rebellion (laughs) his uh his race oh yes okay Uh um so that would be interesting although uh, how far are you in rebels at this point uh we're still beginning of season four okay so it's just interesting because Thrawn is such a big piece in the Rebels timeline. Yes, it's I'm not sure where it falls before or after that. It's it, because the original Thrawn was originally introduced after Jedi. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is sort of what's happening during the 
original trilogy years, yeah. and then they can pick up with him again later. But also, Thrawn being a non-human, there's no strict um, timeline for aging. Right. Like, it, it, Akbar is just as active in the original trilogy as the current trilogy. Right, yeah. So it, they could go that route. For all I know, these could be new, like, First Order right. type books. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but the thing I do want to talk about was they've announced this thing called Project Luminous. And so this is a this is a it's a combined book and comic thing with both the like kids comics that IDW puts out and the Marvel comics and the books for kids and the books for adults. It's all four publishing wings. Oh. And this is all that says it says the force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living living things until Project Luminous. Oh. So, to me, when I think of Luminous, I think of Yoda says in Empire, Luminous beings we are, not this crude matter. And he kind of pinches Luke when he says it. And so, I don't know if this is a thing that's going to mess with the Force, or if the Force, is they find a way to create the Force without living beings. Mm-hmm. What does that what does that name sound like to you guys? Project Luminous. Luminous. Huh. Hmm. It's very mysterious. Yeah. It's very mysterious. Because it could go either way. It could be being because we've seen beings of the force, force beings themselves. We've mm-hmm. seen beings that are devoid of the force. Um be interesting to see where they could go with that yeah well yeah and it's interesting just the fact that they combine like the word project makes it yeah. seem i i feel like it could be vaguely sinister or right positive That's it's a, yeah it I, sounds like the um oh i don't remember the name now the gravity well project oh i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. The, the font that it's written in looks like the crawl from the beginning of the films okay mm. and i feel like that is more Positive, yes. okay. Sinister, okay. perhaps. Yep. Okay, um, but I wonder. See again, like we don't know what time frame this takes place in. We don't know <laughs> yeah. anything about this, yeah. so it's so hard to tell. Yeah. But like you know, it seems to me like for most people, they probably felt the Force went away at a certain point. Okay, like when the Jedi go away, and then the Empire falls, mm-hmm. and Luke starts his new thing, and then that fails. Yeah. There's a period of time where probably people feel like the Force isn't as present so maybe people try to like manufacture that bring back that light that luminosity exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know it's um i'm very interested and i'm also interested to see how sort of because one of the things i think about is you know all right if the books and the comics are crossing over it takes you like 10 15 minutes to read a comic it takes you days to read a book like <laughs> yeah are they are you supposed to read the comics like in between chapters are you supposed to read a book and I, I don't know how this is going to work out but and it only says 2020 it doesn't say like january <laughs> 2020 so we know nothing about okay. this so far and 2020 is pretty close i mean it's almost it is you yeah, know so it's not far away i hmm. wonder if that will be something that will be made abundantly clear after the next film it could be yeah well and again they are they are going force heavy with this film i don't know if you, either of you are you're talking going to talk about the um Ooh, what is the name of it? The new Jedi book that's coming out that's from Luke's perspective. Oh, yeah. And um, that we 
find out that Luke has been communing with a variety of different force users. It uh-huh. brings that force. Go- everyone's a force ghost theory into kind of play. Uh huh. So, yeah. So, so, I, so they're going hot and heavy with force beings. So yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I hope one one of my fears with all of this is when when the Skywalker saga ends, what do we have left in terms of what are people going to put their energy behind? Like yeah. there's lots of stories I think you can tell in all corners of the Star Wars universe. The question is are people going to want those stories, right? Yeah. So like Ryan Johnson who directed The Last Jedi was is supposed to do a trilogy after this and he was asked last week is that still happening? And he said I hope so. And oh. p- people are freaking out about that. Now, maybe he just means, like, he hasn't started yet, and so whatever. But people are saying, like, oh, no, Lucasfilm's already canceling that trilogy. And I feel like there's just so much unknown about what Star Wars is going to be going forward. Yeah. The the closest thing we have to a sure bet right now is Disney+. Plus. Like, we know Clone Wars is coming back. Yeah. We know The Mandalorian starting. Mm-hmm. We know there's an Obi-Wan series coming. Yeah. I, I believe there's a Boba Fett series rumored to be the next thing announced. You know, So we know that, but I don't know like what Star Wars is going to look like in terms of books, movies, comics. I think a lot of it is going to still rely on those legacy characters because people still want those stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want it like my fear here is so when you know when Lucas stopped making after Return of the Jedi, he, I don't think he knew when or if he was going to tell more stories, and so he let people tell stories with those characters, <laughs> kind of do what they want with them. Twenty nineteen Disney owning it, they're not going to let people tell any old Ray story. Yeah, like, true. all that's going to have to be very closely guarded, which means I don't think we're going to get a lot from those characters. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. It's true. I don't know, but this kind of this kind of spurred me on to ask you guys, sort of, what era of Star Wars do you want to see get the next big focus? Whether that's TV series, book series, comics, uh, film, like what is is there a particular era that you would like to hear more stories from? I like the building of the rebellion, the rebels ish era. The okay. really. Seeing that ragtag team come together into a full movement. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stories to be told, a lot of great characters. I actually forgot the Cassian Andor series Mm. is going to be on uh, Disney Plus, too. And that kind of falls right into that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like I agree with Matt. Like when A New Hope starts, you know, where did all of this begin? Um, Where did Princess Leia, you know, where did all that start? Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I think I want stuff directly after Return of the Jedi. Because I just think about this from like a, if you're a citizen of the galaxy at this point, your government has fallen or like the overall government has fallen. Like is your planet slash system, were you, were you reliant a lot on the empire? Like, do you still get food delivered? Mm, You know, that's, that's a good, do you, you know, were you, were you part of the military and now what do you do? Hmm. You know, uh, is there still going to be those people like the the the, uh, the legendary like Japanese soldier who fought, who do, who wouldn't surrender? You've heard the story. Right? Who like lived for twenty years in the jungle, thinking the war was still going on? Like, are there those type of characters in Star Wars? Um, you know, the aftermath books do a little bit about setting up sort of the government structure after that. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm, but I'm really interested in those sorts of things. Like, you know, what does the universe look like? Yeah, that's what something. Um, the older book now retconned, obviously. Um, the Truce of Bakora book. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place right after Jedi. Um, and an outside force comes and invades planets that are maybe New Republic, maybe Old Empire, and they need to come together to kind of defend those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting um, with a Thrawn saga, just the idea of outside threats, too. I could see that being a great thing because not everything is, you know, peace and happiness afterwards. There's right, strife. right. We need to find where the chips fall. I like that. Yeah. That'd be a great place to see stories, too. Um. That kind of plays into the next thing I want to talk about. Okay. So let's take a little break first. We got. We'll it. come back in just a minute with uh, with the theory I have. Hello, we're the hosts of the Multiversity Manga Club podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Zach, and I'm Walter. Each month, we pick a manga to read and discuss among ourselves. Past books include Monster, A Silent Voice, and Pokemon Adventures. We also look back on the past month's installments of Weekly Shonen Jump discussing the highs and lows from the Viz Anthology. We've even discussed notable manga adaptations like Netflix's Death Note. At the end of each episode, we announce next month's book club pick so you can read along with us. We're always open to suggestions for future books as well. So join us on the first Friday of every month on multiversitycomics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. So, um, Matt mentioned outside forces before. and We know so little about The Rise of Skywalker still. Um, but it appears we're getting a trailer in about a week and a half from when we're recording this, so we'll see about that. Um, exciting. It is exciting, yes. <laughs> Liz is, uh, what do you call that move? I don't even know. The train conductor? Sure, like yes. Loading a trucker on a bus? <laughs> sure, yes. I mean, yeah. nothing is more hip and timely than that motion <laughs> that I made. <laughs> um, but so Matt mentioned there's sort of being outside forces, and one of the theories that I have seen is that a big part of this film is going to be something that isn't the First Order and isn't the New Republic or the Resistance, whatever we're calling them now. Okay. That it's sort of an outside force here. And people have been thinking that maybe that is Palpatine, that the Emperor is sort of this outside force that is coming to coming back to reclaim or whatever, right? But so I was thinking a lot about the last thing we see in the teaser trailer is Evil Ray, right? Or presumably Evil Ray. It's Ray mm-hmm. with a double-bladed red lightsaber. Yeah. And people were saying like, oh, is this a dream sequence? Is this a clone? Is this really Ray? Like, you know, what is what is happening here? But then I started thinking. So we were talking last time about the Sith Troopers, right? Those red yeah. stormtroopers. And how we didn't know exactly what that meant, right? Does does that mean that they are they are Siths themselves? They are controlled by a Sith? What does it mean? And then I got to thinking. I was thinking about that last scene of Ray and all this. I think, and I again, I've not read this anywhere. Okay. I think the entire Sith troopers are all Ray clones. Wow. Oh. That they have cloned her, and that they have an army of basically evil Rays at their disposal. That is, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because if she's a Jedi, she could become a Sith. Like it's easier for her to go Sith yeah. than for random in, in Poe Dameron to go to go Sith, right? And True. so she mm-hmm. has that Force ability already. 
And that would also explain why we saw like an evil Ray in that in that footage. Like maybe maybe there are just you know, Django Fett was the was the clone source for the stormtroopers. Ray is the source for the Sith troopers. Hmm. And I can just see there being this great reveal of her fighting a trooper helmet coming off and she sees herself. Like oh. that just seems like a wow. uh, and like a callback to the the cave. Empire cave. scene. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Huh, that's wild. Oh man, I'm doing a lookout for that yeah. now. So, 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 so tell me, does that sound crazy? Does that sound plausible? I feel like it sounds plausible. Yeah, it would explain. A lot. So, are you are you thinking that there is another base ray somewhere, or is are the ray, is the ray we know a clone? A clone. Well, I don't know. Clone or force created being? Because if we go back with the older theories, Palpatine may have the ability, or it's kind of very much internet has the ability to create beings from the force. Right. It's it's strongly implied in Revenge of the Sith that he impregnates Shmi Skywalker with Anakin. Like, that he created that. <laughs> I wish there was a different word than impregnate. Yeah. Is there, but though? The, no, that's... Yeah. You can't go Immaculate Conception. That's yeah. not too oh, far. <laughs> Don't make me put on my theologian hat and tell you Sorry. That. that's about Mary. That's not about Jesus. Mary was conceived without sin. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, but, like, you know, that's a good point. Is the Ray we're seeing a clone? Because that would explain her immediate pickup of the Force, her innate abilities to just jump in, doing things that seem above the normal power curve of a... But won't that just make people angry? People like me. I mean, <laughs> it's Star Wars. They're all angry. I try not to be. Yeah. I really won't I be mean, it's all, I, I didn't even consider that, but think yeah, about me this either, thing. I know. So, like... If Ray is a clone, that explains why she doesn't remember her family really, mm-hmm. because she could have just been like aged up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we see, do you think that um, R- Kylo Ren is in on it? Does he no, know about it? I don't think okay. he does. Okay, but doesn't that just minimize all the things she's done? No, no, because she's still done all those things. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. Boba Fett is still Boba Fett, for better or for worse. Right, yeah. And right. he's a clone. Okay. I don't know. I, I, in, I will say in the general lore of Star Wars, some of our greatest heroes are clones that have broken their so-called programming. Like Rex. Rex and Cody very yeah. much um, are heroes because they stand out from their clone brethren. So I don't think they would make our Ray a clone just because I feel like it somewhat takes a step back from the we're finally making a Star Wars film that is about a strong female protagonist True. and to make her just a co- I think it's different if it's if she is the source of the copies okay. versus if she is a copy. Same. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I feel like it's a small distinct. Well, I don't know if it's a small distinction. Maybe it is, but mm-hmm. yeah. But it's a distinction like that I think. It's a distinction that I feel like is important. Or in the she grand may be a, a force created being that they then copy from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because again, there's a lot again about this anointed one prophecy 
is it really a prophecy? Who is it talking about? Right. Or is it a Game of Thrones type thing where no one is it and it doesn't matter? Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mm. I'm really interested to see sort of how neatly this trilogy wraps up. Me too. Like yeah. That's I, to me that's a big question, right? Like, is same. it is it going to be a a situation where there is there are clear like, see it's so hard because when when Jedi ended theoretically that that wraps up almost all the story almost all the dangling plot threads are revealed right mm-hmm. you get the the conversation with Vader Han and Leia profess their love for each other Luke becomes a full Jedi all the the, the Empire falls mm-hmm. but there are so many stories that are left open after that and that's why we have these sequel trilogy because yeah. those stories were left open whereas the prequel trilogy kind of had to end definitively it had to end in a place where there was no doubt that a new hope was going to pick up 20 years later or whatever and there's still room in between there yeah but but most of the big things were already sort of decided and so i hope we get ray answers in this trilogy Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be terribly surprised if certain things were still left that's a question so the skywalker story ends yes but does the Ray story end. I don't believe so. I believe they have said there are plans for these characters beyond here. Okay. Hmm. But this kind of, ha- but see, uh, and, he- and here's my other big question: Is there a way for the Skywalker saga to end without Kylo Ren dying? Yeah, I feel like that's a big question too. Like, I feel like Ray could be open ended, but what is the end for Kylo Ren then? Is it death? Is it something else? I mean, if the Skywalker saga ends, how how does it end? Mm-hmm. I mean, with I him, mean, yeah. Because because each of the other ones ended with the theoretical death of a Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker dies where Darth Vader lives in the first one. The second one, Darth Vader dies. Anakin redeems himself. Mm-hmm. And this third one, where somewhere in the middle, it could go either way. I just think if they're truly going to end the Skywalker saga, you're going to hear so many people bitching if Kylo Ren is still. Oh, technically, he is half Skywalker. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's going to be one of those situations, yeah. and so I think they kind of have to end his story. You know, Skywalker on his mother's side. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Skywalker once removed or whatever. But I, I don't think his death has to be a villainous death. I think he could redeem himself. I also think that maybe maybe we're all expecting that and it's just going to, you know, maybe he is just villainous. Yeah. I'm not even sure which one I want, to be honest with you. I keep going back and forth. Mm. Yeah. Do, do I want him? I, part of me does want him to redeem himself. Each of the first two films has given us a moment where we thought he may. Mm-hmm. Like before he kills Han... He's talking to Han, and it, you get the impression that maybe he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna leave with him. He's gonna forget all of this. And then when he kills Snoke, obviously, your optimism there is like, oh well, he's mm-hmm. he's joining Ray. This is good. But it could be self-serving as well. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, you know? it is the ultimate yeah. stroke of a Sith. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The only things I'm sure about with Rise of Skywalker is that I don't think they're going to kill 
Ray Powerfin. Because just money talks, and I can't imagine them Agreed. putting mm-hmm. those characters mm-hmm. to bed. I do think that almost every other character that was introduced before this trilogy will be will not be seen again. This has to be the end for Leia, and we know that already, right? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Hamill yeah. has said this is this is his last time playing Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Can it please be the end for C three PO? Could we Red not eyes. have him deliver? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, he may play a key role in this <laughs> film. He may be Sith. <laughs> yeah. See Sithio. Sith 3PO. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. The reincarnated Palpatine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to see probably the end of the droids. Yeah. Maybe Chewbacca? Could be. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the droids and Chewbacca are separate enough. Maybe Lando too. Makes some like, cameos. Yeah, you don't. Need, that's not Skywalker yeah. story. Yeah, separate Chewbacca series. Yeah, I actually think if anything, R two will not survive because R. Oh, maybe not. See, see, here's 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 my my theory. Like one of them is well. So R two is the only character that has had that has memories of all nine saga films. Mm-hmm. But C three PO was built by a Skywalker. <sighs> True. I don't really know. I don't really care. Do we, do we pan out and it's all just a story being told by R2-D2? Is that the, is that the real theory? Isn't that what you said was one of, one, one of Lucas's original ideas? Was that <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. The droids were the, were the tellers of the story. And that's why R2 always does such good things. Because exactly. yeah. he's, he's telling the story himself. He's making it about him. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm almost impressed how little has leaked, but there's been a lot of rumors that we were talking about before. Yeah. Potential spoilers. Um, I just really don't know what to think. Me either. And I kind of yeah. like it that way. Oh, same. In yeah, many yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there has been very little Yeah. in terms... I, I haven't really been looking either. I've yeah. been actively trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah, I've been trying to avoid. It, it, it's, and it's getting harder and harder because there's so many just theories or grasping at straws or someone saw a prop somewhere and now they think this is something it's just reshoots yeah it's it's a lot yeah yeah i um i've been thinking a lot about star wars versus not not versus in terms of who's better but versus the marvel films okay and sort of the similarities and differences there and one of the things I had been saying for years, like when they announced the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was like, this is the end for Marvel. No one's going to pay to see a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And then they absolutely did. And it was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And then Ant-Man, I'm like, no one's going to want to see a huge hit. And Marvel seems to keep delivering these hits. And I think the implication was that that was the way Star Wars was going to be too. And then Solo, it didn't tank. Yeah. But it didn't live up to expectations. And I wonder if because of that, we're never going to get the sort of the Ant-Man equivalent in Star Wars. Those sort of fringier movies that aren't necessarily, yeah. uh, you know, the the surefire blockbusters. What do you guys think about that? Does that sound about right? I, I think maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe in a number of years it would work again. Or maybe it, it would have worked... 10 20 years ago and now it's too late yeah i don't yeah i don't know what didn't come together because i would have loved to seen a trilogy involving um you know the criminal underworld darth maul all Mm -hmm. those sorts of things that it laid out 
but it just again and I, this is a confusing part is what makes a success versus a failure if we're going by like dc standards solo did great but right. even i mean solo didn't lose that much money the big thing for me was it only came out six months five and a half months after the last jedi yeah if they just push it to december i think yeah. it would have been fine mm-hmm. the timing was weird um a lot of two of what i judge i mean i I know what I like, and people of my age, uh-huh. generation, yeah. the two of you, you know, like, and I feel like we like these movies, but when I like, talk to my students, they're, like, into going to see Marvel movies, but frequently with, like, Star Wars movies, like, oh, I'm going to see it with my dad. Okay. So yeah. there's some level there of, uh, some of them are into Star Wars on their own, but there aren't many of them as many as, as many sure let's yeah. say going to see marvel movies right. something yeah. about those movies are distinctive for their age group well, I, I don't know what it is yeah. but there's something to be said where why do all of our new fresh films with young actors and new stories all have the big reveal of a geriatric star like it's mm-hmm. really grasping at things from years ago um, and I think you, you we've seen real success in the video game world in things like Knights of the Old Republic. Like, the universe can stand on its own without all these other things. And if they just took the risk of making something not related to the core franchise, I think it would be okay. I don't... But all the movies are all pulled from this same vein. There's right. nothing from really outside of there in the movie franchise that we've seen yeah rogue one is probably the most outside we've gotten yeah true i mean it is the movie that fits closest into the overall story like clicks in very well mechanically but does stand individually on its own Mm -hmm. i mean you know aside from vader and grand moff tarkin and bail organa and mon mothma those are four characters i guess it's not nothing Mm -hmm. but all those are relatively minor characters in Rogue One, right? The the main, all those characters are brand new. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm wondering now, like you know, so Star Wars, A New Hope came out in '77. Phantom Menace came out in '99. Uh, Force Awakens came out in 2015, I believe. So there's like between. 15 and and 20 years between each of the three trilogies. Yeah. Do you think Star Wars would have been more popular if they'd have been 10 years? Or did they did they allow themselves to not fuck it up by taking more time away? Like, you know, just look at very few franchises can last consistently a long time even like james bond to me is like the gold standard of a franchise that started in the 60s yeah and has kind of gone through but there have been full like full repertoires of of a bond's films that were not well received yes right we haven't really had the the prequels are kind of that for star wars yeah to an extent yeah yeah Yeah. star wars has has had staying power no matter what and like i was just talking to my brother a few days ago who was 11 years younger than me who kind of grew up with the prequels and likes them more than i do i think i mentioned before and despite our age difference but we were talking about like disney plus and how we're just excited and like even if disney just pumps out lots of star wars stuff and even if some of it's not great we're just excited to get more in the star wars universe because there have been such like 
a dearth of Star Wars stuff for so long for like yeah. 15 years yeah. there was nothing new and we're just excited now that we're getting this like mm-hmm. just multiple TV shows movies when for so long there was nothing new in terms of like TV and movies yes. yeah. obviously well, like books and comics there were things and there, there, and there was animation too yeah. True. but the animation was always targeted to me at kids like Correct. even if it wasn't really for kids Clone Wars was on Cartoon Network, right? Yeah, uh, yep. originally. Yeah, originally. And then um, Disney XD had Rebels, and those are Correct. those are you yeah. think of those as kids' networks. I think True. that the big difference here is that this is the first time they're marketing a Star Wars TV series at us. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's so strange to me that they seem very reluctant to like put forward a lot of visual media, but. For so many years, churned out garbage in the form of (laughs) books and comics and tie-ins and video game storylines. It was just like we love to romanticize the EU, Mm -hmm. but it there's a handful of really good stuff in there, and then just so much terrible, like just choices. Lots of garbage in there. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious to see what the what the makeup of the Lucasfilm distribution platforms are at the end of this saga. Like I do think that I think that the TV shows on Disney Plus are going to be nostalgia based. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to see new characters getting those shows because I mean the Mandalorian budget I believe is like similar to what a film's budget would be. Okay. It's longer than that, but it's also a smaller scale than that. So I don't see them putting tens of millions of dollars into a TV show about a character that we don't know yet. Yeah. At least not right away. I think for now it's pretty safe you're going to see you know, things like established. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a Young Lando series out of this or Young Lando. I think you might also, you might also see movies. Like Disney Plus has a Lady in the Tramp remake that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Not in theaters, just on Disney Plus. So maybe you're going to see a couple of standalone Star Wars movies yeah. that aren't um that aren't theatrically released. Um, I am legitimately curious. The first of the new films is supposed to be the ones by two of the guys who did Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I have never seen Game of Thrones, so I can't really speak to that. Excuse me. <laughs> but like, my yawn shows how much I think about that, that idea. Um, you know, I do like that it's in the Old Republic. I do like that it's none of the characters we know already. But I don't know how the average person's going to take that yeah. like i think that rogue one filled a really interesting spot because it was in between two movies that everybody quote cared about because it was the skywalker saga yeah and so you you have a year an extra year before the last jedi well let's go see this star wars movie to, to, to like hold us over until yeah. then mm-hmm. that's very different than starting this whole new franchise up mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I I mean one thing I can think of is maybe there are a good deal of game of rabid Game of Thrones fans that might be enticed mm-hmm. just by the fact that these two guys are sure. yeah involved. Yeah. Uh, so this is the last time we're going to talk before the trailer, and possibly the last time before the Mandalorian debuts on Disney oh. Plus. Oh wow! So let's talk about the Mandalorian just for two minutes before we we wrap up here. Um, I forget how many episodes it's going to be. It's at least six. Okay. I think maybe it's eight. I'm looking this up now as we talk. So um, if it is a – hang on. 
more than Sherlock, less than The Office. <laughs> <laughs> everything's more and than Sherlock. And everything's less than The Office. Oh, so. man. <laughs> man, Sherlock in your three episodes, but they are an hour and a half. <laughs> Unless we're talking about so it it does not say how many episodes on the Wikipedia page. Mm. Paul the Hidalgo will keep pumping them out as long as they... Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine it being more than 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe 12. Right? I mean, that, that just seems... Somewhere around that, yeah. And I, I'm... I'm very quickly sco- scrolling here to see if there is a, uh, a number. Apparently, there is a second season sort of ready to be announced as long as the first one is not uh, mm-hmm. totally trash, you know. But what are the things that we're hoping to see from this? And I'm not talking like in-story things, but what type of a series do you want to see, Liz? Oh, geez. I don't know. I haven't even thought about it, to be honest with you. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm just so focused on what's coming out already. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about any other possibilities. Yeah. I don't know. But like, do you want a series that is um, that 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 is well, focused on like? Do you? Hmm. Do you mean mm, in terms of like topic tone? Well, like, just so, so part of me thinks like one of the fun things of doing a series, and this is set after Return of the Jedi, mm. is that you can theoretically pop around and show many parts of the galaxy Mm -hmm. and that's one way to go or there's the it all takes place in the same general region Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. there's the uh there's the idea that you could be sort of wrapping up loose ends from the original trilogy or there's the idea you could be creating a totally new story so what you know in terms of those type of things do either of you have a strong feeling one way or the other about the type of stuff you want to see hmm I'd like to see I, a, a mix of the just different edges of the universe. I want to see them exploring all the little parts we kind of take a peek at in the movies and actually get more kind of screen time in some of these places. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There is a a pretty a pretty impressive and weird cast for this. Like Nick Nolte is in it? Really? Bet you didn't see that mm, coming. No. Uh, Carl Weathers hmm. plays a major role. Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Uh, Gus Fring on Bacon Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Werner Herzog, the, uh, the Ooh, director. that's what I'm excited about. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, you know, yes. the, uh, the documentarian. Also is, in Parks and Rec for an episode. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, did, I did not know that. Um, you know, uh, and also a, a fair amount of interesting directors, like Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, oh. Rick uh, Famuyiwa. I always mispronounce this guy's Moranis? last name. Yeah, yes, Rick Moranis. No, <laughs> uh, Rick Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. I'm so bad with. I'm worse. Nothing, I'm sure. Nothing so. is worse than me trying to read something <laughs> on microphone <laughs> um, and hope he's not listening. <laughs> yes, exactly. He uh, might be one of those. Uh, one like, of those uh, fans. John Favreau <laughs> is producing it, and mm-hmm. uh, Dave Filoni from Clone yeah. Wars directing that episode. So you're getting a lot of really top-notch talent here. But I just don't know what to expect from it. No. Here's I what I say, I guess. Ultimately, I feel like when it comes to TV shows, maybe this is lame. I do like things that are character-driven. Uh-huh. And I feel like with mm-hmm. the cast, I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, you know, more so maybe like the um, character development and mm-hmm. getting to know them um, through this series. I feel like that's what I'm looking forward to most. It took me a while to formulate that thought. <laughs> is it wrong to kind of get the vibe that it's Star Wars Firefly? 
Oh, oh. because of the sand. But because of the sand. <laughs> I mean, because of the I like Firefly. You know, making the ends meet, doing the dirty jobs, maybe, um, you know, small bad guys working with bigger bad guys. It's you know, hmm. scratching out that living type idea. I, or I might I, be totally wrong with that. I, I can see no, the connection. I, I, kind of, I, I can yeah. see that happening. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much. But I think this is the only one of the announced shows that I think will get a second season. Like yeah. The Clone Wars seems to be pretty much it's wrapping up the story it wanted to tell. Yeah. And yes, there are more stories in that universe. That seems like this seems like they're they're finishing what they couldn't finish the first time. Agreed. If it, it'll go somewhere else, if they do a Fen Rao series, a Mandalorian, that like actual Mandalorians right, series, yes. that would be one thing. But I don't think it'd be in the Clone Wars. No brand. I don't think you can get you McGregor for more than one series, mm-hmm. more than one season. And I also think that those stories are very limited. Yeah, agreed. You there's know, o- there's only so much. You Is can it all tell. just him tending a fire on Tatooine? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like even the Cassian Andor story, like just you know just aging is going to be an issue at a certain point and we mm. know he dies so young you can't tell old man Cassian stories <laughs> yeah um so I, I think that this is this is the story that has the most potential to be an ongoing story mm-hmm. and that's exciting but I also wonder if like the streaming wars is going to end at some point and I think Disney is well suited to survive it because they're Disney and I think that Netflix is well suited to survive it because they were the first out of the gate Mm -hmm. almost everybody else I don't feel super confident about but at a certain point they're not going to have to be producing as much original content because there won't be the strict competition for your dollar like once Disney wins this which I think there's a good chance they do or when Disney loses this are they going to still be pumping out the original series I would assume no, because the cost is so great to produce original series. Yeah, I you know, yeah. No, I don't. It just they're going so hard into how much money do you need to pump into to beat CBS All Access? Like that's probably not that much. Yeah, (laughs) like they're they're dominating competition. It's almost like they are coming out so strong to dissuade competition from even appearing. But I mean, but it's appearing everywhere. I mean, there's that there, there's the terribly named Peacock, the the NBC one that was just announced. Well, like, isn't Apple yeah. coming out with one? Apple has yeah. one, but then they each have like a series or two. Nothing has the full suite that Disney has. That's well, it seems like someone is trying. Eventually, no one's going to be able to afford to get all of the streaming services. True. So right. someone's going. A lot of them are going to fall by the wayside. So yeah. it seems like. Did, like someone's yeah. going to win. Disney will happily buy them. Yeah. Up yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that Disney and Netflix are the two that make the most yeah. sense. Uh, I know. Like, I so HBO is doing this HBO Max thing, which is like HBO and a number of other networks that are kind of under that AT and T Warner Brothers umbrella. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't see why HBO Go isn't working. Like HBO Go is a very simple version of this. Yeah. I don't know. But my point is, like, you know, so is it? there's an anime. I forget what anime it is now that was produced by Netflix. So Netflix acquired the rights to a manga series and made an anime out of it. But they are choosing to take it off of their, of their service, like, next month. And basically, because Netflix owns the rights to it, no one else can show it. 
and this original series is going to literally be available nowhere. Wow. And it was never released on DVD and all hmm. that. And so that is my fear with all these streaming things. Like, I was thinking about you as a Star, Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. Like, if CBS All Access goes under, are there are there DVDs of those things released? No. I don't think so. I don't so. think like, so. You know, nope. What's going to happen to all of those series? Well, and it's weird because, like, um, Discovery, and I think Picard will – it is on Netflix in, like, the UK. Right. But not here. Hmm. So, like, it's bizarre the way it works. But, no, I, as far as I know, there are no DVDs. So yeah, where does that go? Like streaming hell? I don't know. Yeah, like physical, like, physical media does have a place. Yeah. I, know we, I know we all like to shed ourselves mm-hmm. of those possessions, and yeah. I understand that. But if it's something you really love, you want a physical copy of it. Yep. That, yeah. You know, and so I, that's the thing I'm afraid of is if Disney Plus goes tits up for some reason, what's going to happen to all of these shows? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real concern. In a vault somewhere. Yeah. Under Disney World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right under the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, any other Mandalorian or trailer thoughts before we get both of those things by the next time we talk? No. Just just excited. It is. It's very exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan, but it's also a very apprehensive time, I feel like. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm more... I don't know if I'm more scared about what's going to turn up or more scared about our fan base's reactions to what's going to turn up. Because I think there's no right moves coming in the next couple of months. Ultimately, I just try to be excited because yeah. I feel like, again, for so long there was nothing and now we're getting all this new stuff. Yes. And maybe I won't be pleased with everything. If other people aren't, I try not to worry about it. But I mean, sure. it does become a thing. But, I, you know, I, I just try to be excited. Yeah. I think that the uh, what was what's hard for me in all of this is I loved the Last Jedi. I thought it was the best thing they could have done at the time, and it seems like Disney did not agree with me. Eh. And so my fear is that a lot of the stuff that I really liked about that movie is going to be written out of the Rise of Skywalker somehow, and that the sort of the dumbing down of the Star Wars universe is going to continue. And I I just don't want to see that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I like the weird. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But we'll see. We will. It's exciting. Yes. Well, again, thank you for listening, folks. Remember, tweet at us at Force Ghost C2C to win these two books. Um, you got to name the first two, uh, the first, the only two Ewok films as of now. <laughs> I bet there's an Next Ewok trilogy. Film. Next trilogy. I bet there's an Ewok thing on Disney Plus within two years. That's my. I think that's a safe bet. And I hope it's a Mad Max style, <laughs> like apocalyptic fallout of the destruction of the Death Star. Yeah. Yes. Just, just people with blood under their like, <laughs> like you using blood as war paint. You yeah. Know, just yeah. Some really dark, some dark Ewok <laughs> shit. I was gonna say geared towards children, but I yes, prefer right. I prefer your answer. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see both. <laughs> yes. Sure. Ewoks beyond Thunderdome. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, for kids. Yes, for kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go to multiversitycomics.com for all your comics needs. Lots of Star Wars stuff, lots of other stuff there. Um, we are, uh, we're pretty easy to get in touch with. I'm on Twitter at Brian Needs a Nap. Matt, you have a Twitter. I do, which I forget the name of at the moment. I think it's at Matt DeLagori. Yeah, that sounds right. I think so. <laughs> and we have that Force Ghost C2C, so... Check us out. We also have, I think we have an email address. I say this every time. I'm yeah. like, next time we're going to email we? back if we're running. <laughs> we, we I feel like every episode we're like, and next time we'll check the emails. <laughs> yes. uh, but we do have a hotline, which uh, you can call. It's a, it's a Google, uh, Google, what's it called? Google. 
uh, voice. Google Voice. Couldn't think of the word voice, guys. That's how that's how yeah. tired I am. Voice out the window. And, and people call it so much that we are so yes. Yes. in touch with it. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, if you did want to call with your with your thoughts, the number is 973-913-4627. That is the Force Ghost Coast to Coast hotline. And uh, we'd be happy to play your voicemail on the air if you wanted to. So um, what, what we did uh, the last, I guess when the show first started many moons ago, we did, we wanted you to leave the theater for The Force Awakens and call us right away. So we should definitely do that again. And maybe just put together an episode of reactions. I like that, yeah. So like, mm-hmm. as soon as Rise of Skywalker's over, yeah. call us from the yes. parking lot or from yes. your car. Oh, and uh, yeah. Not, not during. No, not during. No, 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 no <laughs> right no, no. after. Right after, yeah. And uh, yeah, for sure. I actually, just this weekend at New York Comic Con, I convinced my friends Walter and Emily to go see the Joker movie with me. And we recorded a podcast on the streets of New York, walking back to their hotel. Uh, <laughs> so you know, maybe we'll do the same thing for for Rise of Skywalker. Excellent. We'll see. But remember, until next time, the Force will be with you always. 